0: I prefer You sent me help, Jason. I really just want to make everybody jealous. <laughs> I, I'm
1: a person. <laughs> Listen, what
2: are
3: we
2: talking about?
1: the smartest dumb guys I've ever met. <laughs> voodoo, voodoo, I'm coming back again. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. Today, we've got a weird, weird episode. We got a a butchered interview with Ian Ferguson. And because of that, we're going to start to this off. When I say butchered, I mean we had a lot of technical difficulties uh, in that episode. Uh, Apparently, we weren't recording ourselves, and therefore... We only have Ian Ferguson's side of the interview. Uh, maybe I... Maybe we should still just post Ian Ferguson talking to apparently nobody. Well, maybe <laughs> yeah. may, maybe we try to splice in what our questions were. Maybe. Like, <laughs> record them at a different time. and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what we may have to do. But uh, to cover for that, we're going to start this off with our... I know Sundays we usually do the beer review at the end of the show. But you know what? We're going to do the beer review at the beginning of today's show, and today's, we're also gonna get to the road to Potomania with Ed Ray one four one six. So we got Ed Ray here, we got Keenan here. It's almost like it's the holidays, March Madness, bros. March
3: Madness it means something different to us. Today's
1: <laughs> beer of the day is Oak Cliff Coffee Ale. It is not your average Joe. Oh, I see what Not, you did there. I see what you did there. They Well, they did it. I see what they did
3: there. <laughs> Man, I gotta say, I really like Coffee Elves. Like, it, I think that's a great mixture. I think it's a great uh, blend. The taste of coffee goes with the bitterness of the taste of any beer. And, you know,
1: canned. Yeah, I like the aesthetics. I like how it's all like, uh, what, what would you say these pictures are on this can? Uh... Like a, is that
3: a bong? Is that no. a bong? No, know. no, man. It's just it's it's an guitar. old it's an old blues player with a with the cowboy okay, hat. A guitar. Okay, guitar. and a and a guitar. No, that's not a guitar. That's a guitar case with uh, decals and writing on it, and a cup of Joe with that looks. Uh, I don't know. With just some lines and sh- it's just far out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oak Cliff.
1: Coffee L. It is. Where's the
3: brew? This looks like some
1: some New Orleans. It shit. is 7.5 percent in alcohol by volume. I'm still
3: looking to see where was it brewed. Hmm. Does it say anywhere it's on the I think can? It's brewed
1: by Cliff. Oh, uh, Deep Elum Brewing Company. Yeah. Elium. Deep
3: Elium. Guess uh, I don't know. Like. Just I'm getting a Louisiana pie with the blues guy and all
1: that. uh, Oh, you want the the location? Dallas, Texas. So you're wrong.
3: I (laughs) am. but It's it's not a blues guy. It's old country. (laughs) I believe that's Hank Williams we're looking at. So Senior.
1: We're going to go ahead and try this beer. You know, it says coffee ale, but this is coffee. Alcohol, well, no, coffee. Well, you know, well technically ales, technically stouts are ales, but you would think they would put stout. This is more of a stout. You can tell because of the. Stoutness. It's more well, it's more malt than bitter, and and I think that uh. Mm. I know
3: what you mean. The bitterness comes from the coffee, not the the beer, not the ale. Yeah. So, like you said, it's more malt than bitter, but it has bitterness
1: because it's coffee ale. Yes. I understand. Well, a lot of beers... Uh, it's complicated. I Maybe we'll do a whole episode
3: solely based on beer. I feel like, <laughs> despite being his co-host, like Adam went to beer college and I didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we should do an entire episode... Just on, on beer. On beer. I, the the beer, in, opinions and beer, the
3: beer podcast have yet to do an episode on beer. <laughs> because we're not just about beer here, people. We're also, we're also about, about opinions. Yeah, you know? Opinions on everything, including Harry Potter. Harry Potter, uh, politics, wrestling, wrestling.
1: Which brings me to the road to... Wait, wait, wait. Let's rate this beer. Was, oh, wait, wait, wait. I
3: give it five people in a Royal Rumble. <laughs> no, no, I was just wanted to make that joke, but five is not an, an accurate number. I give this seven survivors in a Royal Rumble. Seven <laughs> survivors. Like you know. Okay, just I see have more people to go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I,
1: get, I get what you're saying. This is really, still seven people in the ring, Adam. <laughs> I'm a. Uh, I've I've come to really, 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 really favor coffee beers. Yeah,
3: dude, that's what I'm getting at. It's yeah. like my.
1: It's like. It's my my now, It's like probably my go to beer.
3: No, like it's funny how while drinking this, I can't really tell. Uh, if it's giving me the peppiness of coffee, it, it, I think that has to do whether it has coffee flavored or if it's actually brewed with coffee. You know? Is this brewed with coffee? Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying that therein lies the difference. You know, a like they awakening. can give anything a coffee flavor, but I think a beer that is brewed with coffee as in Actual coffee is put into the making of this beer will actually like pep you up, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it actually has caffeine in it. I'm not, I don't. I don't know. I'm not look I'm not seeing it on the can. I don't know if this is brewed with coffee or given a, 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 a coffee taste later in the making. But yeah, there. That's what I'm talking about. Like you know, uh, beers brewed with coffee actually kind of peps me up while I'm drinking, and that is very nice because drinking can make it bleh. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well. I'm going to give it a, a solid 8 just cuz I love I love coffee beers, man. I love them. Pretty good. Pretty good. Anyways, moving on to the road to Podomania. @1416. Yo. @1416. <laughs> what is What is your uh What's your what is your take right now on on wrestling?
2: Well, I think the WWE uh, has a lot of work to do in terms of building up WrestleMania because the buildup has been uh, booked poorly, with the exception of Kofi Kingston, which I think it's going to be Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania.
1: No, you didn't. To top today's misfortunes, it gets paper, I, like I just had to, I just had to fish. A piece of cardboard out of my son's nose. If
3: you keep things
1: out your nose, then you Ed Ray one four one six. How do you feel about what just transpired?
2: I'm tired.
1: You're tired.
2: Yeah, but let's do this.
3: Yeah. Reluctantly, without enthusiasm. (laughs) Ed Ray one four
1: one six. It's time for the road to Potomania.
3: Shouldn't be like the pod. Are you excited? Hey, are you
1: excited? Well, fast lane is Sunday. Or today. Whenever we post this. Sunday. Today.
2: Yeah, what about it?
1: What do you think?
2: I Kev- think it's going to suck.
1: Because <laughs> Kevin Owens versus Daniel Bryan?
2: I don't know what all matches are on there because you made me miss wrestling.
1: <laughs> 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 all the matches were already decided.
3: He just supposed to give you shit
1: why'd you make him miss wrestling, Adam? Why did I look matches. We got no, don't show that up now. The Usos versus Miz and Shane McMahon. Oh I'm I so
2: thought, glad we can Wikipedia this I thought, and- I thought uh we weren't supposed to, they weren't supposed to have uh, automatic rematch clauses. Why not? Because uh when Vince McMahon and the authority or whatever took over the WWE and no more general managers. They said no more automatic rematch titles. Isn't
1: Kane well, the I think authority? They, they earned it, I think, on Kane, SmackDown. Kane's the authority, right? No,
3: well,
2: Kane's uh, in Tennessee. He's, a, he's the mayor of Knox Think's County, Tennessee.
3: Didn't Kane don a business suit and they called him something like the authority? No, the, the authority is Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The forerunners of WWE <laughs> yeah. after Vince McMahon.
1: I haven't seen it. He didn't bring in the car earlier. He might have. Yeah, the blue towel. Then we got Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Nia Jackson and Tamina.
2: Wait a minute. This is not a smackdown only pay-per-view? No. Why are they doing Fast Lane for money. both brands money. after they've been they doing both uh,
3: brands money? That's why
1: they're doing they've it. They've been money. doing both brands.
2: That pretty much takes away impact of both shows. If they have to do they've
1: been doing both brands for like the last Months.
2: I think it's stupid.
1: On a side note, you ever feel
3: like, uh, you ever you ever get stuck inside your head so much, maybe even a little conceited, and you feel like the moment you drop out on something, and you feel like the whole world must also dropped out on it? You ever get that feeling? No. No, I'm just that conceited why what happened well i just feel like like at the moment i dropped out on wrestling and didn't care it's like no one cares but really i'm just that conceited like everyone cares i just
1: think everyone's also doing what i'm doing three three of the six matches on fastlane are women's matches Oh, that's, that's And crap. it's going to be boring. No. No, yeah, it is. I, I'm with I'm Becky Gray. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. Asuka versus Mandy. We've
2: what? seen divas, both of them oh, already.
1: Dude, all divas are just like, They're not divas anymore. I...
3: I I've been out of wrestling
1: that long. Yes, dude. They're fucking badass. Dude, they're the best thing right now on wrestling. Well, like, their they're shit's legit now? Dude, Dude, it, especially the, especially, with, ever, especially with Ronda Rousey. Dude, where, Ronda Rousey, when her are, daughter... Are, are a
3: lot of them, like, high-flyers now and shit? No, they're just badass. Dude, that's great. Now I want to see a match. But... Ronda Rousey. Was,
1: Ronda Rousey easily... Wait ronda rousey's in wrestling she's the champion right now oh, of course she is she did ufc yes dude ronda rousey's the fucking champion all right look whenever she, i we're all was, wanting her to fight the uh,
3: irish becky back, lynch back in the day divas were eye candy and their matches were boring af all right so that's changed you're saying that's changed yes you agree that, that was a, a thing once i agree that was
1: once a thing yeah. That, was, that was a thing for a long time.
3: And I swear it was just like, look at these girls wrestling. Look, Ed, Ray, do, you, do
1: you agree that the uh, women's matches are starting to be entertaining and not just eye candy?
2: Somewhat, yes, but they still got to work on their wrestling and their uh, ability to work a crowd.
3: I'd like to say that uh, divas being badass and having great matches was a thing long ago in Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I remember seeing diva matches in Ring of Honor like... Holy shit, this is impressive. But, oh, it comes on the CW, so fuck them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Edward, do you feel the same way?
2: About what? About how WWE has come a long way?
1: Uh, versus, uh, well, Ring of Honor, uh, other women wrestling. I swear to God, like, WWE started looking
3: at Ring of Honor. Like, what to do? Like, oh, look at these. we're gonna do, Like, Ring of Honor isn't really getting any more publicity because they're just some fucking CW shit, you know? <laughs> but, like... They were getting fans. They weren't getting more publicity, but they were getting more fans. So WWE looks to what they're doing, and we're like, we're just gonna fucking take what we're doing, do what they're doing, and we're gonna get recognized for it because they don't get recognized
1: for shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it happened. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, you know, hey, Keenan, you you used to like wrestling. I still do. You just, still like wrestling? Just cause
3: I I I it, it are you aware? Are you life. aware of AEW?
1: no no i'm not and that's a point that i will make in the future
3: all right all right well until you make that point let me let me continue i all i came across ring of honor accidentally all right i'm at home i got nothing but the 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 freaking bunny ears you know i got four six and twelve that's all i'm working with And I'm skipping through the channels and I see wrestling. As a wrestling fan, I freaking stop and I watch it. Oh, it's Ring of Honor. This ain't no WWE shit. But there ain't nothing else on, so I watch it. And I was blown away. And I think it has to do... I know this is about WWE and the road to WrestleMania. But I just want to say... And this is like 10 years ago now that I had this thought. But I just want to put it out there that I think because they're so unrecognized... They have all these wrestlers trying so fucking hard to be so fucking amazing so they can get Ring of Honor to progress further in popularity or in ratings or money, whatever the fuck. All I know is like, I feel like Ring of Honor wrestlers try harder than WWE wrestlers. WWE wrestlers, they're such superstars and it's such just, they go through the motions. And again, I ain't watched wrestling in ages. But I was getting that vibe back in the day, and that's why I stopped watching wrestling. They're all going through their motions. Adam, can you tell me, are are, are they... Has that
1: changed? Well, I mean, you think about... Let's think about WWE and these other organizations. WWE put on shows. Is it like five times a week?
2: I don't know how many times on television.
1: No, television's different, but... Throughout, yeah, they even they had do shows. house shows.
3: Yeah, that they, they shows that weren't recorded and shit. You know? Yeah, they
1: have. They constantly have shows that aren't recorded. At
3: the end of the day, it is a sport, all right. Like, uh, no, well, every a other, year long.
1: Yeah, well, year long sport. They
3: maybe even more so than other sports. Other sports, it's like they don't have matches unrecorded. But WWE is so much about the sport. It's like, look, like we're here, we're doing this match tonight. For everyone that can get here, because it's about the sport, it's not about fucking broadcasting it, you know. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Some say those that the unbroadcasted matches are a bit better because they're not as strict. Yeah, they don't have to worry; they're not as strict.
3: No, imagine how bad it's like an unbroadcasted football game would be and shit, or Quidditch match. (laughs) (laughs) No, scratch that. Fuck real Quidditch. I can't. But, uh, oh, man, like, I was off subject before, but now let me just say, <laughs> I can't stand the fact that they do Quidditch in real life. Like, <laughs> l- fucking queers run up and down the field with fake brooms b- between their legs, running. Why is the broom between your legs just running? <laughs> you
1: know? well, it's kind of like, it's, it's kinda like uh, that, that movie. I don't know what you're talking about, but exactly. The one where he wrote, he, he has the coconuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Monty Python
3: and the yes. Holy Grail. All right, dude. I think if you uh, drop the queerness and uh, drop the fucking fake broom between your legs, <laughs> you have a real sport on your hand. <laughs> and I'm sorry if we're getting off topic. Back to wrestling. <laughs>
1: okay. Also, we have The Shield versus uh, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Baron Corbin. Boring. Boring. I, don't you want... You know what? I am I am upset that Bobby Lashley isn't facing Did Brock Lesnar at up, Mania. Did they get back together? They just brought, got back together. Because Roman Reigns had uh, leukemia. And so it's all this feel-good story. And so they're teaming up to go against Now,
3: now, now Is that WWE, WWE... Can you comment on whether or not that's
1: just some fabricated WWE story? This real.
3: He's wrestling with leukemia right now.
1: Roman Reigns... Has had leukemia for a while and it goes into remission.
3: And when it does, he gets on the stage. He when it's in the... Uh, uh. He,
1: can, he, can, he can start working out again and get back into wrestling shape.
3: Dude, that's fucking brutal, man. That's fucking awesome. Like, everyone's like, I, I
1: got leukemia. I'm out. And he's like, I got leukemia, but I feel good today. Let's do this, you know? Was, is that how leukemia works, Ed Ray?
2: Nah, leukemia affects your blood pretty badly. And if it doesn't get treated right away, then your odds of uh, not well, making it are very likely.
1: Don't you think Roman Reigns is probably making pretty good money to treat his leukemia? Yeah. I
2: think Roman Reigns' leukemia is fake because there's how no evidence you know? that he had it.
1: No,
3: dude. Like, Yeah, how do you, Dude, dude. This is... Uh, dude, no, there, there, no. WWE can be a soap opera. I can see Roman Reigns going home 100% healthy like them motherfuckers
1: think I have leukemia. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: no, you think... Ed Ray. You think that his leukemia is a work?
2: Of course, because where's the evidence that Roman Reigns was doctors, treated?
1: They got ca- people calling All the to- doctors that came out on stage.
3: The no, <laughs> I keep calling it a stage. You In the think, ring, I mean. It's you, not a stage. <laughs> you
1: think Vince McMahon would go this far to get Roman Reigns?
3: That's how he
2: could oh get attention god, and yes. let me hold on, hold on, oh let yes, on, me yeah, oh my god yes. Hold we on. Don't know hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me say this. If Roman Reigns truly had leukemia, then where are the pictures or the videos of him getting uh, leukemia treatment, or where is his medical document Wait, showing on, that he on. had leukemia?
3: Calm down. Where where is the uh, the pictures and the medical evidence and, and the documentaries? A Bob down the road who has leukemia, alright? It's not... Yeah, it's public knowledge, but you gotta go like... People that
2: legitimately have cancer will actually film themselves going through chemotherapy treatment. to put it on the
3: USA Network. No, they put it on the (laughs) internet
2: as proof that they had cancer and they were going through treatment. And there is is no evidence...
3: Everyone's like, leave my family alone. There is no
2: evidence... There is no evidence that Roman Reigns has cancer unless he submits his medical documents he or something like that. He
3: leave his family alone. He has cancer, you know?
2: I won't believe it until the medical document comes out.
3: That's what they said about Chris Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
1: you, can't, you, can't you can't say, say that. that. <laughs> you can Okay, and then we got Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens.
2: Boring, I've seen it before.
3: I believe everyone versus everyone in the WWE you have seen before. Calm
1: the fuck no, down. No, there are some original. So, let's let's move on. Let's not even talk about fast lane. I know fast lanes tonight when this is posted. But um uh let's move on. I want to talk about what we think about WrestleMania. What matches we think we're going to see at WrestleMania? Let's 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 do the let's do the championship matches first. What do you think the well, I don't want to say tag team champions. Let's do, um, let's do, let's just do the two big, the three big titles. Women's champion. Where Where's it going to be on the card and who's in it?
2: Depends on which women's championship you're talking about.
1: Oh, uh, Ronda's.
2: Well, I hate to say it, but I think it's going to be the main event.
1: But uh, well, that, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I want, I got, I, I kind of, I think that's the one time they can do this as a main event.
2: But do you think the crowd is going to be alive for it by then?
1: Yeah, Ronda Rousey versus Becky. Well, I want to say Becky. No, no, vacant. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair for the vacant Raw Women's Championship. So, it's vacant right
2: now. Which means it's going to be a hot finish, and then somehow Ronda Rousey's is going to get involved. Dude, I think... I think... What if... What if
1: Ronda versus Becky is a... Isn't a... Is in a title match?
2: Then it'd be a waste of a title match because everything no, that was if, built what, up originally was going to be for the title at WrestleMania. What
1: if they do uh, Charlotte Flair versus the uh, Gothic Girl in the title match that Ronda beat at Elimination Chamber?
2: Gothic Girl? You're talking see. about Ruby Riot? Yes. That'd be a hell of a push for Ruby Riot if she were to qualify for the Women's Championship and then win.
1: Well, that would... It would just be like... I don't. I just feel like I don't think that Becky Lynch versus. I think Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey is a little bigger than the title, and a lot of people have disagreed with me, with me on that point. But I think that that match is more of a. It's it's kind of like a, because Becky Lynch is taking on the the women's version of the Stone Cold uh, character, and I think her versus Ronda would be. It'd be like Stone Cold versus The Rock, but women.
2: Are you implying that this is going to be a grudge match between Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey? I
1: hope so. I don't want Charlotte Flair in the mix. I don't want Charlotte Flair in it to make a triple threat.
2: Yeah, but unfortunately Vince is going to have his way and make this a hot finish at WrestleMania going into WrestleMania.
1: Vince I, always has his way. It just doesn't She just, but the, the, the thing, she's already had her match with Charlotte. You know, uh, Ronda's already fought Charlotte. I just I She's yet to have that one on one with Becky. And I know the only reason that is is because I know the original idea was for her to be Ronda versus Charlotte at Mania. But since, you know, Becky got the injury, they had to switch places. But <coughs> Becky is fucking on fire. Everyone, even, she is going stone cold on the McMahons. I mean, it's just, it just, it, it would be dumb to have anyone else in that match. And that's why I think that it's going it, to be that Becky Lynch versus Ronda is bigger than the title that they should be and they've closed you know they've closed mania before on grudge matches they did it with uh, Roman Reigns and Taker so i think they can close mania with a Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey grudge match but the match. question is
2: who's going to win if there's no title on the line
1: um probably Becky
2: that's going to be a tough one because that title is going to mean a lot more in that match but if Ronda isn't the champion then that's M- going to be worthless
1: maybe Ronda costs Becky at Fastlane
2: and so Charlotte Flair would end up being the winner if that became exactly. the case. Exactly,
1: and then and then they would have a like a like a little tournament to see who will face Charlotte, and then you have Ruby Riot win that.
2: <sighs> this is going to be a pretty bad WrestleMania if they keep on booking uh, stuff poorly.
1: How about uh, let's look, let's look at um the uh, well, I guess we already know who's gonna uh, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins.
2: Brock Lesnar's gonna win because he's gonna sign another contract, and Seth Rollins is gonna be buried.
1: Keenan, are you a uh, big into Brock Lesnar still?
3: I was gonna say just a moment ago, like is Brock Res- Lesnar still wrestling?
1: Dude, he's been like, I think he's like the longest champion right now, is he? Of
3: course he is. He's
1: fucking Brock fucking Lesnar. He's a walking fucking freight train. That's why. That's how, that's how they're booking him too. They're they the the thing is they're booking the way they book Brock Lesnar, and a lot of wrestling fans are mad about it. They book Brock Lesnar... With
3: tiny guys that he no. can destroy! No. They,
1: <laughs> they book Brock Lesnar as he's more important than anything that WWE has to offer. Because he freaking is, dude. He's a powerhouse. And wrestling fans are mad at They don't like that. That's like... like That's like Dragon Ball... Oh, he's a, he's a part-timer. Yeah, but he's a fucking badass. Yeah,
3: he's, uh, he's like the uh, Dragon Ball... Only Dragon Ball Z fans will catch this reference. He is the brawly of WWE, you know, he really is a cockroach. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: so what do you think, Ed Ray, about that, about uh, Brock Lesnar being a part-timer? Do you think that he is bigger than WWE, or do you think uh, he should be doing more
2: stuff? I think he should be doing more stuff if he wants to draw in a bigger crowd, because the way I see it, Brock Lesnar is not bringing ratings to the WWE
3: yeah, because it's not like a a a great match where it, like everyone's going toe to toe. It's just Brock Lesnar dominant. I didn't even watch wrestling in years. I'm pretty
0: uh, sure it's still the same. They, <laughs> they they
1: gave they gave Daniel Bryan and Finn Balor a a good little. They got some punches in. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> then he
0: broke your back. And then, yeah. he, and then he broke their back.
1: We thought I th- I thought that Daniel Bryan was gonna get injured again in that match. I thought he was gonna go back into concussion state. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of Daniel Bryan, who do you think his opponent's gonna be at Mania? Are they gonna give Kofi that push?
2: Either that, or it's gonna be a triple threat between Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, and Kofi Kingston.
1: I hate. See, sometimes I really enjoy triple threats, but this year I feel like it needs to be one on one. I need, I feel like a lot of things need to be, I, I used to love triple threats, but for some reason this year, a lot of the matches, I feel like they need to be one-on-one. It needs to be Daniel Bryan versus Kobe Kingston one-on-one for the title.
2: And I agree with you, but you know how Vince is, he'll book things at random just to piss us off.
1: You, you you remember Kofi Kingston, huh?
3: Yeah, yeah, dude. He, he he's one of my faves. Well, he got
1: um he got a he got a pretty big reaction at the Elimination Chamber.
3: Yeah, that's good because like, dude, he's always been an underdog, you know.
1: And uh, because of that reaction, there. Not backstage management have noticed that reaction yeah, and, and they they may be, they may be him up. Instead. Yeah, they may be giving him a uh, a big title match at Mania against Daniel Bryan.
3: Like he's never necessarily been an underdog, he's always been there, he's always had his fans and supporter, but he,
1: he's never been
3: like top of the roster like Kofi Kingston's next
1: best thing, quote unquote. Yeah. But, I mean he's part of the New Day, which is the longest is the longest tag team Champions in history
3: What's important I think he's a juggalo Like I, I, I always remember That moment That I was like he, He's been on, on stage a lot or I keep saying on stage Like it's a fucking play He's <laughs> been in, in the ring a lot And I was just like Oh that dude's got Crazy acrobatics He's great And then like I swear to god He, he wore like The bang pow boom Get up you know Oh yeah Yeah and I was like This motherfucker's a juggalo <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who knows man Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Ed Ray, did you ever expect Kofi Kingston to get a uh, a push like that? You think it's well deserved, or you think it's a little late?
2: I think it's a little late because when him and Randy Orton were feuding a long time ago, he had an opportunity to get pushed, but then he uh, he went uh, he went against the script and Randy Orton had to improvise and oh, he cost himself the push.
3: Kofi Kingston went against the script.
1: I guess so. He's my fucking hero. <laughs> but uh so uh moving on to grudge matches at WrestleMania um you know originally they wanted to do a uh the rock versus triple h but it's looking like they're going to do the rock versus no triple h oh, you lost me no triple h versus Batista because Batista showed up Batista showed. Why the,
3: f- why the fuck would they ever th- think of first going against anyone versus The Rock, and then deciding against it? Bringing The Rock back to WWE is always a great no. I think I think The, the Rock's schedule is a little too oh, crazier. of course, of course. A little then, a
1: little crazier, even though yeah, it's
3: kind of it's always crazy. It's He's kind of funny because
1: I mean, but but Batista is. Fucking Drax. Yeah, yeah,
3: but the Guardians, the Galaxy director, has also been sacked for being a <laughs> sick piece of shit. You know? And and oh, dude, was Drax Drax did did he dissolve in the snap?
1: Yeah. Hey,
3: whatever. They're all coming back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh what you think? What you think about that angle, Ali? Ed, Ed Ray.
2: About what Batista returning?
1: Yeah, Batista returning and wanting to challenge Triple H.
2: I think it's good because I think this is the uh, curtain call for Batista. Have that yeah. match and then that'd be it.
1: You know, before you know, before the um, the push for Kofi, they were thinking about doing Daniel Bryan versus Batista. I think they're
3: doing Batista now for the same reason they love bringing The Rock back back in the day because he was so famous. He's blowing up. He's being a world star. actually He's today's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger with actual acting skills. But then now Batista's doing the same thing. So now Batista's... They, they want him back. They want him a big well, deal. Well, hey, they
1: thought about bringing The Rock... Apparently, they thought about bringing The Rock back for a, uh, a match. But... he's the schedule. I think his yeah. schedule's just too crazy. But given the
3: events with uh, uh, Avengers Infinity War and the Snap, and... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and the sick post and the, and the crazy jokes and all that. and the, Guardians of the Galaxy is fucking scrap. Dude, there's nothing Guardians of the Galaxy related in the near future yeah. Marvel. I know that's a different subject. He said it, too. And, and Kevin, that, Kevin Feige said that. Yeah, and that has to do with, like, Batista's time has been freed, you know? And so he goes back to his roots So like, fuck, well, I got free time. You still want me? Well, fuck, yeah, we want you. Now you're a star. You know?
1: <laughs> Uh, are are you are you expecting any um any crazy matches for WrestleMania?
2: <sighs> well, if uh, WWE could actually book the matches,
1: oh, of course they can. Have you? Heard, uh, I didn't know that 25 years ago we lost John um, Cena. Yeah, I know. John
3: Cena, but the 90s. have
1: you heard the uh, rumor that uh, it might be Our Truth versus John Cena at Mania? John Cena challenging for the Open Challenge uh, U.S. title.
2: We've seen this before in 2011, as CM Punk was building up to his feud with John Cena. I don't want to see it.
1: But at the time, r Truth was a heel. This time, he's a face. I think he wrestles better as a face. I think John Cena is going to come in, and it's kind of the heelish character.
2: I liked r Truth as a heel, so I don't care.
1: Yeah, but he he wrestled a little bit uh, awkwardly as a heel, so I think I think he's going to be better.
2: If he can bring back Little Jimmy, then I'll get invested in r Truth again.
1: So you're saying you're not excited for WrestleMania?
2: No, I'm not because they haven't properly booked any matches as of yet. And normally, matches at WrestleMania are booked well ahead of time. They're not doing anything. I
1: think they're worried. I think they're just trying to worried about what?
2: They're the number one company in the world.
1: I think they're they're, they're trying to figure out something different. They're they're dealing with a lot of uh, uh hurt people, hurt talent. During WrestleMania, because uh, I know they wanted they wanted to have a lot of NXT guys on the uh, in WrestleMania for this year. They wanted Lars, but apparently Lars is dealing with mental health issues, and so I mean, I think they're just I think a lot of unexpected things. I mean, this it has his own reality TV show.
2: I'm just saying WrestleMania is not being <laughs> WrestleMania is not being booked right, and I may lose interest this year.
1: Damn, Keenan, are you excited for WrestleMania?
3: Uh, yeah i'm excited for wrestlemania i'm not I, I i as i fall out as i fell out of wrestling i always watched wrestlemania but then i like i, I started only clinging to like major events like the pay-per-view matches yeah like fuck what happens on a weekly basis like it all comes to a head in these pay-per-views. Now I didn't even watch these paper I just watched WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, just just WrestleMania. Like that about sums it up, you know?
1: Or anything Brock Lesnar related. I guess final thoughts, uh, Ed Ray, do you think uh Taker is gonna come back and do a, a match this year or is he done?
2: I, I think he's done with WWE.
1: So you think you think him beating John Cena was it?
2: Yeah, I mean, we're uh, if he's not if he's not being booked this year, then what is he doing? Last
1: time he wrestled was in Saudi Arabia against Triple H. Was it Saudi Arabia? Nothing in Saudi Arabia counts, Adam. Yes, it was. It was because it, it was a big <laughs> show. It was uh, uh, DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. So it was, tri- was, it, was, it was it filmed? Yeah, Triple H, Shawn Michaels versus. Why
3: the Fuck, was it in Saudi Arabia?
1: Because they had a big money deal with, with Saudi Arabia. Them. To do. That's why I, I like Saudi Arabians are all brought it on up wrestling. The, we bring it up in the Ian Ferguson interview later on. The
3: bastards love violence.
1: But uh <laughs> But yeah, uh, I don't know. I thought Taker might uh have a he might come back for a match. They were trying to get him, but he, he may back out of this year. Yeah, because he's... Well, the reason
2: for this is because Undertaker is scheduled to appear at StarCast 2 in uh, Las Vegas, which I think is going to be the day before all-ins. I mean, uh, AEW is double or nothing.
1: So you think that Taker's going to go to all-in?
2: I think... You mean double or nothing, yeah. Probably. He may attend.
1: Dude, the last time I was
3: really, really into wrestling, like I'm not missing a thing, was when Undertaker beat John Cena. And he was oldest fuck like what was that like four or five ten years ago that's a year ago was it God, a lot of this happened this year
1: John Cena that was a year Taker? ago
3: John Cena at
1: WrestleMania yeah Taker. yeah, like
3: Undertaker's first loss and all that big shit
1: he didn't lose to Cena oh yeah yeah.
3: I'm thinking back further when was the first time Undertaker lost Brock Lesnar yeah that's right goddamn that's right and then he... And yeah, the, I remember... I still remember the Undertaker... He lost, Cena, Lesnar, match. he lost to Brock Lesnar.
1: He lost to Brock Lesnar. He beat Bray Wyatt. Then he lost then, to Roman Reigns. Remember, then he beat Cena. I,
3: all right. Still, same point, wrong match. Back then, whenever Brock Lesnar beat Undertaker, because he's a fucking beast, and Undertaker is old as dirt, uh, I was thinking, well, yeah, like, that's that's how this has got to go. He's so old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he still, he still looks like a beast, and he still gets shit done in the ring. And, uh, it's like, I can't believe, it. Undertaker, like, I thought that was his outing. Like, you know, that was, like, the end of his legacy, and that's, like, you know, that they're, like, the same thing that ends Undertaker is supposed to put Brock Lesnar in the limelight, you know? Right. But Undertaker kept wrestling after that,
1: you know? <laughs> Okay, well we'll see what happens. We'll come back with another episode of the Road to Potomania. We only have a few more left until WrestleMania starts. We are going to go ahead and switch over to our botched interview with Ian Ferguson. We plan on having a return interview with him, a return discussion because of the uh, the repeated mess ups that we had on our end. Yeah, Um, like as a matter of fact,
3: like oh you know there's many people that we'd like to interview again, but given what happened, I just I
1: really want to interview him again. So, hopefully, that all comes into fruition. And thanks again for listening to Opinions and Beer. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, on our Facebook group, on Instagram. We are just about everywhere.
3: Because opinions are just about everywhere. And beer is just about everywhere. And all we have here
1: are opinions and beer. And beer. Now, here we are with our botched interview. So try our, try your best. Listen to him not us. Listen to him not us with Ian Ferguson.
0: All right, wait. no, there's a bunch of people that want to talk to him. Uh, Dr. Phil wanted us to come on. But uh Yeah, but he didn't want to come out of hiding. Yeah, no no, he uh he's not coming out of hiding. Yeah, no, I mean happening.
1: even even we I tried to look for him. I couldn't find him and I, I really wanted to interview him. But uh I just couldn't find him. actually I really want to interview the uh the third guy that was there, he didn't really. I want to get what he was thinking during the whole
0: No, he he said he said a little something in there, talking about uh, man, it's just about money. The color is green, right? It's about the green. Yeah. yeah. And then come to find out that that guy was working on commission. You understand? Like the, the employee. He's on commission. Yeah. No, on commission. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: And one of the one of the things that a lot of people uh, constantly, you know, constantly constant comments that we see uh, is, you know, they want to know what happened before the camera was on. Oh, you don't know what happened when the, before the camera was on. So could you kind of, you know, tell us what happened uh, to lead up to this altercation?
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, I came in and she was with a customer at the back of the store. And uh, he had greeted me, and said, so just look around. So I was just looking around. And uh, eventually he came up, and he greeted me again when he got to the cash register. And he got a good look at what I was wearing and said, oh, no, you can go ahead and leave. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, shit, it's on. So I grabbed my phone. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just I had a feeling he was fixing to do something tremendous, and he sure did.
1: So we're obviously, people are constantly seeing viral videos happen, you know, and everyone always questions, you know, what happens after the video, you know? So what, I mean, you post that video, it's viral. What are you thinking? What's going on?
0: Man, what a head rush. Look, um, okay, so the video got recorded on the 28th of December um, by my birthday, which was December 30th, uh, we had 22 million hits and Alex Jones was calling me, Shannon Burke uh, woke up and was on Fox News alright, talk about talk about a birthday, right? So, <laughs> went and worked uh, 12 hours in the rain up on a tower, that was fun and then uh, started the interview with Alex just like, man, it was such a rush because I'm, I'm a fan, you know? And, uh, yeah. like, what am I doing on on fox news and alex jones it was a man just a whirlwind i didn't know how to feel about it i like on top of the world for real i was like uh it was an interesting day it's been a rough road actually um it's been a rough road actually while i was getting hit with thousands of likes and friend requests and messages my wife was getting hit with death threats and threats of, we're going to come fuck your husband and stuff like that. And she lost it. Yeah. Yeah. It is been, they didn't come after me, but they went after her and she felt some kind of way about it. It's, hey, honestly, like, I got to give the guy at the babe shop some credit, some real credit, because he was convicted enough to stand up and do something about it. You understand? Know Not only that, but he felt so strongly about what he felt that he was willing to assault somebody over it. And I know I don't carry myself as though I'm an easy mark. So for him to feel as strongly as he did to take a swipe at a guy like me—that's—that says something about you know he's got some, some fire in him or something. You know, so it may be misplaced, but I wouldn't swing on me. But I'm glad I've been through as many rounds of anger management as I have, because the whole thing could have gone differently. You know, had, I just, you know, think about it. Like, if we had all ended up watching security camera video of me snatching him by the neck and popping his face on the countertop, we'd be having a completely different conversation right now. I gotta give a shout out to my Facebook friends list, because that's really where I blew up. It is full. Of wolves, just a pack of ravenous wolves that love to tear apart trolls, and it is fun to watch them go. When these guys pop up and just come slick at the mouth, I go ahead and screenshot it, repost it, and watch 3,500 people just rip them to shreds. I've got some meme makers in my friends list that are hilarious. Within three days, there were 4,000 messages in my in my messenger. I still haven't been able to go look through them but all of them were either vape shops wanting to send me free juice or people telling me how much it meant to them and I'm their hero. And you know, they they're so glad that somebody out there has a voice You know, letting letting everybody see because we've been watching these videos of Trump supporters get attacked or picked on or demoralized. We've been getting the brunt of all of this for years now. We've been taking it up the ass, and these people are so, like you said, just happy to be Trump supporters and got to see somebody finally come out on top. And man, it just it makes my heart swell to know that I had some hand in bolstering. Man, i don't even know how many you understand what i'm saying there though yeah i understand yeah like if if me going through that or being however i was helped even one person let alone i don't know how many man that's a really heady thing I mean it's just beyond me i'm a simple guy i work you understand i just try to take care of my kids and then all that happens you know and after TMZ and Drudge Report and Breitbart and World Star got a hold of it, the estimated numbers are upwards of 150 million people saw my face and have an opinion about what I did, and that's just staggering to me.
1: Now, did you frequent that vape shop, or was this like a uh, one-time occurrence? Did
0: you frequent vape shop? Oh man, more than um, I didn't go there often when it was a vape shop. Um, here, hold on, I'll, I'll rewind to tell you the whole story. Um in two thousand and fourteen when I was released from prison, I was living down the street from that babe shop with my ex wife and my hair had gotten shaggy and I needed a job and I walked up to that up to that shopping complex looking for the barber shop. And I walked into the barber shop, it was a black owned barbershop, and I asked to sweep their floor in exchange for a haircut so I could go get a job. This old black man Pops, he hooked me up. He said, look, man, I've been there, I've gotten out before, this one's on me. Now, you fast forward another three and a half, four years, and it's been taken over by, first it became another vape shop, and I went there a bunch, but then it got taken over by Exhale City, and I'm standing in front of that counter was right, the chair where I got that haircut. That's crazy. Isn't it, though? Getting getting called a racist. It, it, the irony of it is just stunning, you know?
1: now when you go back uh, to Yelp reviews things real, and things like that and reviews of the uh real, of XR shop, Day. that particular store, there's actually a quite a few complaints about uh cust one of the employees yelling at customers and being rude and stuff like that. Did you did you know? Did you see these I did, I see I didn't know if you knew this and that's why you went there? <laughs>
0: No, I wish I was that cunning. Are you kidding? Look, if I was that cunning, I would have found a way to make this pay me. <laughs> yeah. I would not still cell phone towers. I would be doing something else and getting paid for it.
1: So, obviously, Trump supporter. How long have you been a Trump supporter?
0: Uh, uh, look, since he helped Macaulay Culkin find his way back at Home Alone 2. What? I've been a Trump supporter since way back. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did Oprah alone asked him to run for president? Have y'all watched these videos? Like they're like, they've been asking him to run for president for thirty years. Oprah's asked him at least three times. Hey, Google that stuff. There's a whole laundry list of famous celebrities through the last 30 years asking Donald Trump on camera if he's going to run for president. Will you run for president? And the whole audience cheers. It's not until he's running against that skag Hillary that it's an issue. All right, yeah. Man, national broadcast red pill. All right. Um, but you're going to have to rearrange the way that you view the world, all the things that you thought you've known, that they've told you and indoctrinated you with. There's more to it. There's a depth to it. You've heard of the deep state. that's real, but it goes beyond that. The deep states run by, paid for, controlled by, selected by, put in place by a multinational, multi-generational mafia consortium. the Rothschilds, the Bruckerbergs, the the elite elite, the people that really make moves on a global scale that buy and sell nations, these are the people that pull the strings. Right, and, it, and we think we can recognize true criminals you know by the way they look, move, speak, but we can't. These people have infiltrated the highest levels of society, government, military because they, they look like us. They look like better versions of us, better bred versions of us. They've been better educated, they've got more money, more grace, more style. They, they're better spoken. They are the elite all right and it is they have used this this insinuation to gain control over first the our finances through the federal reserve and once they had control of the federal reserve the rothschilds and the world bank they were able to put more and more control over us presidents influencing policy and it has grown and grown until and so we've got until we've got the the civilian intelligence agencies being put into play and weaponized, used to promote human trafficking, drug distribution. You saw it with the CIA moving cocaine through Nicaragua in, uh, in little short, hot plains. And then you saw it later in the Middle East with U.S. soldiers guarding opium fields and big pharma mass producing oxycodone here in the U.S. We've now got a heroin epidemic as a result of it the all right so you've got the elite the rich rich the guys that run it the evil top of this the pyramid destabilizing nations and boundaries causing chaos in parts of the world that force refugees to flood elsewhere further destabilizing the nations that that border them and you're watching it all over the world it's happening it's spreading out of africa and the Middle East up into Europe is happening down in Venezuela and spreading up here what they've got going on is working they almost had us in nuclear war with uh, Korea not too long ago (sighs) look now the thing about Q and QAnon we call this this is the red pill this is the stuff that most are not ready to hear and accept because it shakes everything you understand? It's too big and too all-consuming for everybody to know that With like, the guys in charge have been evil fuckers that don't care about us, that use aborted fetal tissue, you understand? Um, that use drug addiction and human trafficking to further their ends, that destabilize whole nation states in order to change the price of oil for a short period of time. Um, so we've got and controlled and manipulated well they they found something that they couldn't plan or control you've got trump all right you've got a, a line of succession from the bushes you know bush to clinton to bush to obama to obama and they thought they were going to hand hand it down to hillary it bought and paid for right? they didn't see trump coming now, QAnon is an anonymous messenger that popped up on 8chan uh, right around the time of the election that started dropping little bread clumps, uh, little pieces of information, inside information that they could only have come from close to the top. And we've watched, all right, I watched some videos that put pieces together, and there's like 116 uh coincidences where q has tweeted something or posted something and then trump has tweeted or spoken of something like that day in a uh, in a press conference that mirrors what went on in the q drop so it's happened over 116 times so it's coming from the top it's either him or a team around him and what he's doing is using 8chan to speak to the po- uh, to the population base about things he can't tweet, can't say in the media, to use us as his media. And that's something that's been uh, posted in the Q Drops recently, that you are now the media. Talking about us, the Q Army. And here he is. Have you seen the distribution maps across America of the red-blue counties? Have you taken a look at those recently? I have not. All right. If you remember the electoral, uh, the electoral college map from from election night, which was already very impressively red almost everywhere. If you look at that same type of distribution map now, the blue is almost non-existent. It's spread to just pockets out in California and New York and at some of the larger major city centers. Everything's red. You understand? They could. They couldn't foresee the hope that. A candidate that they can't control would cause and that's what everybody that's what everybody in america sees now at least what i see in trump i see somebody that they they can't control him their wealth doesn't impress him he's been wealthy and is wealthier their power doesn't impress him he's been bringing nation states to their knees for his whole life you know he wines and dines with princes and and is unfazed and they finally got somebody that they can't bribe can't pay off they they've got no dirt on the guy that doesn't even drink or do drugs or drink coffee you understand like they can't touch the teflon don and it's driving them crazy he's fixing what they've been systematically tearing apart the core of what makes america america a bastion of and hope in the world um i've got a theory on this and It's mostly unfounded. I read something that led me to believe that this may be true. All right. Upon leaving office, Obama left like $200 billion in a DOD account to influence media opinion. All right. And from what I understand over the last month, that account has finally run out, which is why you're now starting to see some of the left-wing media outlets report favorably or even in true ways. Because the the bribe money to keep it negative and keep it influenced finally ran out. Um, I've never been much of a drinker. Really, I found out that I've got a line in the sand that I don't know how not to cross. At a young age. Yeah, I, I either fight or end up puking, hugging a toilet, and. Man, I'm just—I'm too old for that shit. I'm damn near forty. I'm not—no more nights in the holding cell with busted knuckles. Yeah.
3: You know? Dude, I know exact. I am the same exact way. And my my uh—the way I solve this problem. Was like I only drink now on these podcasts. We got this podcast; it's called Opinions of Beer, and we do these beer reviews. and It's not about getting drunk. It's not about getting hammered. It's about actually enjoying the beer and reviewing it and telling the audience what we think about it. And we only drink a couple beers per episode, and that is the only time I drink now because I'm the same exact way.
0: Well, come to find out, I'm no longer that way. That was me when I was a younger, angry man. I've actually recently kind of taken up drinking in the evenings.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah and uh yeah come to find out I'm not that guy anymore
3: for me I, I, I don't know I know think what? I I, I mean I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you no
0: i after you but all
3: right well it's I, 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 I tell you to keep going <laughs> <laughs> all right going or am I going uh-huh. <laughs> no here
0: I'll
3: go okay but you go you go you're, you're important
0: like since this video popped out and the divorce and all that shit, like I have taken up uh, Crown and Coke. I'm currently drinking Hell a Budweiser because yeah. I was yeah. doing a, a beer podcast and <laughs> it's, it's about as American as I can fucking get. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, red, white, and blue right there on the label. Got to go with it. Um, but I don't know, man. oh. Uh, all that all that anger got left behind at some point. And now, I don't know, what are we talking about, beer?
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, now we're talking about how we we're act chatting, drunk. man. Well, see, with me, it's like, it's so, like, deep, unconscious anger. Like, I do not feel like an angry guy. I'm happy-go-lucky all the time. If you tell me, Ken, what are you angry about? I probably couldn't even come up, like, nothing right now, man. But, like, I get drunk, and I just go into a rage, and I, I haven't the slightest clue why.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I... Uh... Man, I'm sorry you don't know why. I, I know why I'm pissed off, and I'm generally pissed off like most of the time. Really deep down, if you really want to talk about it, like it's never far from the surface, and it is something I've always got to manage. Is I can't let it. There was a time in my life where I could afford to let my anger out, and then I don't want to take a swing or let it come to blows. At that time. Disappeared the Florida Department of Corrections and the things I learned how to do there stopped all that the fights aren't fights fights are to the death or to the injury to You're trying to hurt somebody hurt somebody and there's no room for that. So I just I don't know, it's almost like uh, When I realized that I've got it in me to really really hurt somebody. It was just time to stop playing that game I can't even take a toe over that line like if Buddy wants to swipe the phone out of my hand, I'm kind of going to step back and let that happen because I'm not breaking his arm on camera. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I know how far I can go or how far I've had to go, and I don't ever want to go there anymore. So I had to find another way.
1: Now, uh, uh, we're, we're getting to the end of here right now. Let's, um, I, got, I got a final topic to touch on before we close out. Uh, AOC... Now, a lot of people are uh, – <laughs> a, a lot of people uh, are – they're mildly – I know we, we, you know, we, we don't think she's dummy, but we, uh, there's a lot of people that are mildly – they fear her for the fact that – I say fear her, but they, they, they are scared that the millennials are going to trend towards that mindset and put someone like her into a higher office than she should be.
0: Uh, no she's she's living breathing proof that that is exactly what it is, but uh, I digress it was not the millennials that put her put her in play she was chosen just like Obama was chosen and then put into play um, she was handpicked to to rise like that is a demographic thing. <clears throat> they know what they're doing yeah oh I'm getting picked here's one for you. did anybody ever? find out who paid for obama's harvard education do you guys nah. know off the top of your head
3: no nah, no nah, do you uh,
0: yes uh, wait hold on let's see let's topic? see if it comes
1: i recall that coming up they, uh, that being a
3: topic but i i can't no re-
1: no it's some it's like some fucking i think i want to say it's some like he's connected to something in either africa or a militia the
0: prince of baby. saudi arabia
1: the prince of saudi arabia <laughs>
0: Funded Obama's Harvard education and, and then picked his cabinet, dictated his foreign policy.
3: Oh. That makes start so
0: connecting dots there.
1: Dun dun dun. <laughs> 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 that's, that's why when Obama's out of office, we start seeing all the,
3: uh, the crazy shit he's been doing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Follow the white rabbit. QAnon, on, guys. That was a. Man, I'm going to look further
3: into that. That, I'm really intrigued by that. I mean,
1: that Saudi Arabia stuff, that was big for like half a
0: second.
3: Yeah, it's probably because he successfully swept it under the rug. What happened to that news? He swept it under the rug.
0: (laughs) Is that what we're talking about, Arab Spring? I think so.
1: Like, whatever. I I can't remember what he was doing, but like, you know, everyone everyone was mad at WWE for doing a uh, show over there. And they're like, oh, why would you do that when he just killed. Did he kill someone? the prince of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And he's like been killing people. I
3: don't know. Uh, we're we're going back like further than 8 years ago prior prior this is to not 8 years it, ago. This
1: is
0: like
3: eight, a, Oh, I thought you were talking about prior to Obama being elected.
0: Yeah. No. I want to say no. the Arab Spring was was that 08? I want to say it was right around the same time as the market crash cuz they they went hand in glove. Um Arab Spring, if I recall correctly, was a push to I want to say create democracy in like I'm talking out the side of my neck if I give you any type of specifics I don't want to go into it because I'm gonna, I'm gonna misspeak
2: okay.
0: but, but it was some dirty shit that Hillary was involved in and you know what I've had like I've had it for her since I was in the mid-90s that scummy scuzzy traitorous hag <laughs> I man Hillary for prison <laughs>
3: like you can't see right now, but I'm nodding my head.
0: You know, <laughs> look, I've got, I got a Hillary for prison flag in my carport right now. I'm on that. I hate that woman and always have. She is just evil, evil. Going all the way back to, have you ever heard the audio recording of her, uh, her court case, the win in rural Arkansas where she got the pedophile off. Look, no. man, she, oh, my God. She, she did is that? On stage in the 70s. Yes. She represented a pedophile in this case. There was a 14 year old girl that was raped by this man. And Hillary Clinton got her on state uh, on stand and man, just run her through the ringer and convinced everybody that she wanted it. and She was asking for it and that. Oh, man, she got this guy off and then laughed about it on audio tape. Laughed about what they did to that little girl. Ruined her life. Let that man get away with rape. Yeah, (laughs) man, Hillary is scum evil.
3: The fact that a, a person like that can even run for president after doing something like that is proof of what you're saying about the elites pulling the strings. You know, no one should be able to run for president after doing such a heinous act. But, you know, when the elites are pulling the strings, when you got all these people behind the Iron Curtain and they want Hillary as president, then they're like, they don't give a fuck that she got a pedophile off, you know?
0: Hey, no, she's got an impressive win-loss record, you know? They, they don't care that she got how many dead in Benghazi, sitting there watching on the monitors, not sending help because she wanted Christophan. Man, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> get me started. I'll start talking about planes full of cash disappearing off tarmacs, uh, international gun running, and oh man, she's so scuzzy. The things that they were doing behind our backs, she's just like, selling out America's secrets.
3: Dude, she's like one of those motherfuckers you see on in a movie doing that treasure shit, and you think, man, like no one can be that evil in real life, but they
0: they really fucking are, you know. And what's worse is they're so evil and so powerful and so well-connected that they can't be taken down. The last two years, they've been having to pull the vanguard out, the deep state. And if you go back and look at the people that have been fired or actually charged, it's staggering. They've been pulling the deep state out one by one by one. It's just not really getting reported on. But when you look at the total page, there's like 20, 30 people that have been X'd out. And they're getting closer and closer to her but the thing was like in 2016
1: and that's where the Illuminati crashed all of our shit so that happened as you can tell you know uh, our audio was not working on our side for uh, quite some time until the last minute there and then when our audio finally started working is when is <laughs> when everything then crashed and we couldn't get it back up and the audio wasn't working anymore so we didn't know what to do But I think listening to him was really cool. You know, what he had to say was awesome. I think it was very interesting. Uh, A lot of deep thoughts in there. And if you don't agree, well, that's just your opinion. And that's fine. Because all we got here are opinions and beer.
0: A pinion and some beer. A pinion and some beer. All that we got here are a pinion and some beer.